<laughs> this episode is brought to you by Coors Banquet. Oh, that's uh, I know it's yeah. that. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> 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 uh, I've, heard, yeah. Yeah, I've heard people talking about it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, while you're building this fire, I'll yep. introduce you. All Thank right. you so much for coming out here. This is uh, quite the treat. We have, well, why don't you explain who you are and what well, you do? Um, I, I am Tom Porter, and most recently... Uh, as of last December, I was still working for the state of California as the uh, state fire chief and director of Cal Fire. I was the the um, um, state fire chief. Now that's the top of the top. But you're yeah. the the top. You're the president of the, the president. United States of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> president of of the California Department of Forestry and okay. Fire Protection. Good point. So all of the uh, the uh, red fire engines that you see, not all, but a substantial portion of them, fighting wildland fires, uh, were under me. Hmm. Is and, California uh, the most like prominent state for wildfires? It it is in many ways. Uh, in some ways, um, we are uh, following in some, some, some aspects as a state, but we, uh, we're pretty advanced and we have more firefighting resources than just about any place in the world. Jeez. And so, so um, like aircraft in particular, mm. uh, CAL FIRE under um, my direction and now that the new director uh joe tyler has over 60 aircraft wow um, wow and so it's it's a air force that's bigger than you know many many um countries yeah it really it's a, and is is I, i've always wondered is cal fire it kind of sounds like it's privately owned or is it is it state no it's state okay yeah it's state okay i guess that makes sense it's got the name in it yeah but yeah. it just isn't like necessarily like, I don't know. Yeah, necessarily like that government-sounding name. Um, it's the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, and so all of the forestry uh, in California is under the purview of of the state. So I was also the state forester, uh, and by by education, I am a, a forester, a registered professional forester. And um, how did you get into that? This like out of college well, when you're young, or I, I grew up here, yeah. where, where we are, as as you we've been talking, and um, and when you grow up in a place doing certain things, it kind of gets in your blood, yeah. And, you know, makes sense. And, um, the things that you like to do become things that you want to do, uh, and get paid for, yeah, <laughs> right, and keep going. See, that's awesome. Not too big, too fast. Yeah, keeping it slow. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna be doing this for the entire, yeah. the entire time we're together. No, that's you know, really, really funny. That's a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be down here on my <laughs> knees. <laughs> real small. Well, it's pretty interesting. Like small worldwide. One, Tom Porter, and Tom Porter's son. Yeah. And I went to high school together, um, mm -hmm. and we were pr actually even middle school. We yeah. were pretty close. We played water polo. I'd go over to your house all the time during Hell Week, and because you guys supported us, you, <laughs> yep. 
We you fed you. You did, right? yeah. I remember those days. We were at Costco every weekend spending $500. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, like, when's <laughs> Matt going to start paying his rent? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah. well, it was, it's all, it's all yeah. working out. Yeah. It's um, a, yeah, it was, awesome. it, was, it was cool having you and all the, all the other water polo players and kids running around. Yeah, and, I mean, and our house was between high school and the beach too, yep. so so it it gave a, a good progression to exactly you know, then end up at the beach at some point. Yeah, later. <laughs> it's like just keep your surfboards there. You know, Tom's gonna feed us. It's okay. We're all good. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I know. You, you guys were awesome. Honestly, it's such a cool family to always come and hang out with. We knew that we always you're kind of a safe place, and and cool. you guys always like made us feel really comfortable and at home. So. I felt no worries at all calling you to see if you wanted to do this. I knew that you're, you'd be happy to do it, and we're, we're very stoked to have you, so thank you. Absolutely, and, yeah. and, and that, that goes, I mean, I'm glad you felt that way, um, but I also, um, I agree with you. It was, it was a great group of, of kids, of which you were one, hmm. and I wouldn't have hesitated a moment no. um, in this opportunity. But also, I... I, uh, I applaud your interest in uh, doing what you do and and uh, it, being interested in the outdoors the yeah. coast the mountains the yeah. deserts I mean it's it's all part of the amazing place that we live and and part of uh, what really keeps us as humans connected to what's real hundred percent yeah yeah I mean a lot of our viewers and fans of this podcast um, are probably super interested to hear your story and what you do as on a daily basis at Cal Fire. I mean, yeah. the head honcho, that's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's hard to imagine the, yeah. I guess, responsibility that, that, that comes with and the pressure and all that. So I'm sure there's a million stories within that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, it's hard to, hard to boil it down, but I, I do appreciate that you waited a little bit, gave me some time to be retired and reflect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, <laughs> while I look a hundred, uh, I looked 150 <laughs> six months ago, so stressful. Um, it's it's a stressful job. I can believe yeah, it. I bet. I'm, yeah. I'm curious too. Did you start in like a local unit or hotshot crew or during wild and firefighting, or where'd you start? Yeah, so I I started out as a um, <clears throat> as I said, I grew up here. Yeah, spent a lot of time out and around and saw a lot of, of fire. Just that's what happens in Southern California. Uh, I never thought I'd be in fire or in the woods or that wasn't what I was I was going to be a physical therapist Uh, I was into art so I was an art major I was following that path both my parents are artists and um, had the opportunity to uh, to follow my now wife uh, my girlfriend in high school uh, to Berkeley and uh, chose a major of forestry wow and so so the reason i'm taking you down this path is <clears throat> forestry and fire are very closely related but they're not parallel paths they're kind of paths that meet at a point um and so i went to school got my uh, degree in forestry and then worked in private industry for 10 years so i was working for timber company you know, growing wood for you know, buildings and you know, what we use wood for. Yeah. Um, 
and then uh, had the need to get back to Southern California. I was in Washington and Oregon at that time. Uh, and then Northern California, uh, Nevada City, Grass Valley uh, for several years, writing timber harvest plans and, and doing all that. <clears throat> and then needed to get to Southern California uh, because of family health reasons. I don't know if you remember, Matson. Um, uh, Rebecca, my wife, mm -hmm. um, uh, Mo's mom, uh, it, her dad uh, was really sick, uh, had cancer, and, and passed away in 2003. Actually, when the cedar fire was was happening, and we're sitting, we're in the middle, we're in the donut hole of the cedar cedar fire here. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Well, at the time, the largest fire in California's history. Wow. Jeez. And that happened in 2003. Uh, All of so, the mountains around us. Yeah, pretty much everything around us uh, was blackened. From Wasn't there fire. a fatality that happened right near near where we are? Yeah. You, what? You got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just just up the road here, about a mile. Uh, Stephen Rucker was killed by the fire, um, that same cedar fire that I was talking about. Really? And uh, yeah, he was the only firefighter that was that was killed um, in that that fire. Um, so needed to get back to Southern California, and what does a forester do in Southern California? Hmm. Fire. That's yeah. the only only place. Work for the state, work for the federal government, but it's going to be fire. Yeah. So so I found uh, a niche. I was a rare commodity because they also need foresters Interesting. Uh, in, in throughout California, even if it's in a place that doesn't have you know the traditional forest. And so uh, I came back and then I worked here in San Diego for about eight or nine years and then kind of followed an, another path that took me uh, to the top of Cal Fire and to the director job. Dang. That's a unique route to get there. Yeah. Because it's like you know the background behind why it would happen. Mm hmm And I'm sure that helped a lot in your position. Yeah. Yeah, and and growing up in, you know, in my career in a very um, safe and a place that I, I knew so well, San Diego, and I had all the forestry background. I, I knew how to do all that, but the fireside, like I said, they're they're not the same path. Yeah. And so if for me to to break into that um, that side of of, uh, of forestry and fire, I really needed to be here in San Diego. If I if I had done the same thing in Northern California, I I would still be a forester, uh, just a plain forester. Um, I wouldn't have had the fire experience. But by being here. Um, in those years, San Diego was having, along with Southern California, was having the biggest fires yeah. in the state. Yeah. And in the state's history. Um, Why is that? Because people were creating fires, or well, it, it was it's a combination of things. So in around 2000, it was starting to happen before, but 2000, uh, and I I call these. You know, Southern California mountains, they're, they're island forests, so every one of them has a little poke up, and you've all been there, you've camped, you hike, mm -hmm. There's, there are forests that look like you might be in the middle of the Sierras, yeah, yeah. you know, and so we have these island forests, and all of the island forests of Southern California were having a bark beetle epidemic, uh. and so the trees were dying off, mostly pines, but 
the trees were dying off in big numbers. And so indication of that is two things. One, it had been too long since either fire or some other mechanized method of clearing forest fuels had happened. And and so it just left everything ripe. I mean, let, just like that. We used yeah. grass and one match. Just and like and that. it's starting to spread into the, the wood pile on its own. Mm-hmm. So... I mean that that's that was what was left out in the on the landscape, and then um, and then as far as how things start uh, in San Diego, we do get um, lightning fires. Uh, they're usually not as big because there's enough moisture that comes with them. Usually, as you get further north, those those monsoonal lightning storms are drier and drier yeah and so as you get and then you have the same conditions happening up there so some of the fires over the last few years have been massive and lightning caused but most of the the fires you know, statewide are uh, something like 90 uh, I don't know if it's 95 percent anyway above 90 percent of fires are caused by humans wow and of those wow male humans are the most (laughs) most uh, (laughs) notorious in that group um, of humans but uh, yeah yeah is within that 90% how many is just campfires versus fireworks or Uh, it's all of the above I don't I don't know what the what the breakdown really is Um, most of them are not nefarious like arson yeah they're accidental like chains behind a car or something like chains that. Chains dragging behind. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. The car gender fire, reveals. which was in up in Redding. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? As a gender reveals. Well, gender reveals, <laughs> yeah. yes. That, that happened. Yeah. That was a crazy one. Yeah. Yeah. And that one, I'm, unfortunately, firefighter was killed in that. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, that's I mean, crazy. Th- these are the kind of things people, and that's why I'm, you know, always around fire, healthy respect and keep it small and manageable yeah yeah <laughs> because uh um I, unintended consequences yeah you know, gender reveal turns into death of a firefighter turns into Home you know Detroit having to um they were in jail right accounted for, like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you your account getting born that's, to that that's family. sad for everybody that's what i was thinking yeah. the saddest part yeah there's like no happy part of it in no. any part yeah, yeah. exactly well, we, we were up in uh northeast arizona just this past year mm-hmm. and we we do fires all the time but there wasn't really a fire restriction i don't think so we were too far out of self-service to even know mm-hmm. and uh yeah. we put out the fire like we usually do like just doused it with water like a, a few of us can attest to how much water we put on it yeah uh like we took we literally took our yeti and poured water on it and elliot and i we were staying in my camper and for some reason we both kind of felt like we should keep an eye on it because it was windy. Mm, yeah. But we didn't really, we just poured so much water on it. We didn't <laughs> need to look, but it was crazy. We, some for some reason, one of us just like said like, let's just look one more time. And I remember opening up the window to my truck bed and I see 
a tornado fire just sparking out of it. And we both just jumped up, ran down. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. like the crazy. Because we, if we knew it was Wendy, that thing. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. It, was, it was wild. Yeah, it was hard to fall back to sleep, to be honest, after yeah. that. Like, yeah. Anything can happen. I know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you really got to be. And, and you were saying yeah. the, the shovel. Shovel's really the biggest yeah. thing, huh? I know. We gotta get better at the shovel game. Yeah, so this ties into <laughs> like a big we'll Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure this one's out tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, but yeah, shovel. Teaching the, teaching the people how to put, truly <laughs> put out a fire. Yeah. I know, that's actually, I need to know that. It's a, good, it's a good skill, and, and uh, as we were talking, um, a firefighter, a wildland firefighter's best friend is a shovel. There are a lot of other tools, but if you're gonna pick one tool, it's going to be a shovel. Yeah. Uh, and water is something that you know you're not going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You need to you Can't need to you need to pretend like you're not going to have it. Yeah. Um, when you're fighting a fire. So. Yeah. So it's it's uh. But these are things that, you know, as a forester, I wouldn't have. I mean, I I knew how to use a shovel to you know put a line around a fire and things, but I I learned so much here uh, with what happened here in those early 2000s uh, up through even 2014 when which is when the uh all those fires broke out on the uh, west side of the 15 kind of burning toward the coast um yeah it's just every every single every single fire has its own personality its own set of challenges and things what's something that you can i guess tell the audience to help prevent that kind of stuff. Is there anything mm-hmm. that you think you can yeah. say? Yeah, no, I think um, as people, we need to know that we're the ones that cause these fires. I mean, almost yeah. all of them, like I was saying, mm-hmm. are caused by our activities. And on the, um, there are simple things, just being aware, being aware of how dry the grass is uh, and making sure that you've got, you know, clearance around uh, a, a campfire or even your barbecue. Yeah. I mean, how many times does some little flaming something in your barbecue kind of end up on the ground mm-hmm. or, you know, coming out? Um, chains we talked about mm-hmm. a, a bit. If you're dragging a trailer uh, going or a boat down to the yeah. river or down to yep. the lake, uh, a lot of fires can start that way. Totally. Um, it's not often that a cigarette on its own will cause a fire, although... With as dry as California is now, drought conditions, that's not even a, a given. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. It's not often that cigarettes. I know. It seems yeah, like the yeah. classic narrative of someone's yeah, dry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Out the door. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Seems like a commercial. <laughs> it is true. Yeah. But I'm not advocating that that's okay. It's littering, <laughs> by the way, which <laughs> that's a thousand dollar fine true, in yeah. and of itself, even that's if true. it doesn't light a fire. Yeah. Yep. That but, is very true. Um, Did you deal any in any investigative uh, work? Like, if how do you forensic yeah, fire I, I didn't do that uh, that wasn't something that I studied yeah. um, but uh, Cal Fire um, and the Forest Service and then a lot of municipal departments have uh, wildland fire or arson investigators of you know, how would you even go back in that because it's all burnt right all the evidence yeah. is gone right how do you yeah it's interesting well yeah everything has a burn pattern oh really you just yeah. trace it back to the origin yeah, of it? I mean, even even this even like this stick here so the fire got some heat, or this little log, uh-huh. and then it started burning here, and it's burning that way. Went out over here. I mean, even on the top of this one, I mean, you can see what the fire did in a small space, 
and then <coughs> you can take that knowledge and expand it to uh, larger, larger and larger areas. Trace it back. And That's trace, yeah, you basically are tracing. You're tracing a fire back to where it's you know earliest uh, place was. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. So, as the chief of Cal Fire, mm -hmm. is your focus on the firefighters, or is it on yeah. getting funding, or is it on a fire that's happening and how to locate around it and set a perimeter? <laughs> yeah. Is it what is that role? Um, as the director, um, I was I was appointed by the governor. So, in that space, it's some of everything you said, except for the actual act of identifying fighting fire yeah um and different directors are different um but every director is responsible for the budget and making sure that that the funding is is uh, secure for the for the department and that the uh the firefighters are and foresters and everybody in the department administrative I mean, like i said we've got pilots or the yeah. cal fire has pilots and and uh, um, all of all that goes along with that, mechanics, people behind the desk, everybody uh, is um, a person of concern to the director. Yeah. And for me, um, that was that was the most rewarding and the hardest part of the job because of the toll that everybody was under for the last. Um, two years in particular, but for several years prior to that, just more and more and more large and damaging fires. Yeah. Uh, more communities getting impacted or almost wiped off the face of the earth, like Paradise um, and uh, Grizzly Flat last year. Um, just places that are completely unrecognizable. Um, and so... To your, to, to your point, yeah. though, uh, the director is is kind of looking out for the budget, working with the governor's office to make sure that the the legislature is approving of a budget that will keep that happening uh, yeah, all yeah. the way down to the boots on the ground. And so there's a lot of that. There's a lot of talking with legislators about what the needs are and, and kind of building that um, that whole narrative. Uh, and then is that challenging? Talking to legislators and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seems like a lot of yeah, it's basically politics. Yeah, yeah, right. It's, uh, yeah, it's politics. Trying, trying it's to win a bigger budget I... to pay your guys better and yeah, exactly. Yeah, crazy. Wow. And it seems and like then be... worrying about the people. Yeah, yeah along absolutely. The way, making sure they're getting what they need. So yeah. But not fighting fire. Yeah, <laughs> I would, I'd be out. You know, my my uh, position to get out on fires was to rally the troops and make sure yeah. they knew I was. I wasn't just sitting in some air conditioned uh, tower somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, it Jeez. sounds like it would honestly be beneficial to have like a almost a business degree too at that point because you're working with budgets and political yeah. science maybe. Yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did you have any? Yeah. Do you have any experience in that beforehand? No, and, okay. and don't ask Rebecca. <laughs> She'll tell you the truth. No, I'm I finance and those not not my cup of tea, uh, not at all. Um, I I'm at home outside, talking with people, um, and. 
telling stories about what what is needed to kind of keep things going. Yeah. Uh, that's that's more of of uh, my forte. But there, thankfully, there's plenty of other people in the in the organization that are are uh, right in line with that. And I mean, there's ten thousand people that work for Cal Fire. Yeah. And Jeez. Crazy. Uh, so it's it's more of kind of being that figurehead that that shows compassion and is is uh, understanding of of what the toils and the and the pains that people are going through are and tries tries to kind of make that better. But. So the ten thousand people that isn't including firefighters. Yeah, that's what, that oh it is the firefighters. Okay. Yeah. So throughout all of California. Yeah, and, gotcha. and now there's more. I mean, they're they're gonna there's a, a big hiring that's happening uh, this year, and it'll, it'll continue for the next several years to to uh, increase the staffing. So firefighters at Cal Fire um, have been working for seven, 72 hour shifts, and in order for a 72 hour shift to be covered around the clock, seven days a week, you need basically three point three and a half people mm-hmm. in order to cover that okay and Cal Fire has been funded and has been staffed at about 2.5 so wow so it's been uh, one body short yeah and so there's always somebody on overtime always you know three of you are working a shift yeah. one of you stay in tomorrow mm-hmm. and the rest of you the other two are going home that sounds almost more expensive yeah. because overtime is obviously expensive yeah exactly. right yeah. yeah and and it's 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 not more expensive managed, right? So here's where my my finance and yeah. I, I got a little bit of business sense. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's cheaper to pay overtime up to a point until you're starting to break people. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Um, if yeah, it's also it. their yeah. mental health of how much can they take it. Yeah, I mean, so you need to hours. you need to kind of figure out what that mix is. Yeah, um, and that's part of you know there's there's staff doing that cont- consistently. Um, that is wild. But uh, yeah, we have a few friends and I have family in firefighting. It yeah. seems like overtime is always available if yeah. you want it. Yeah, I'd say a majority of our friends are in firefighting. Yeah, like yeah. a majority yeah. of people that yeah. I know yeah. have either done it or are still doing it. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah, Love yeah. You guys. No kidding. I mean, yeah. it it is uh, um, appropriately revered, but it's also underappreciated how hard that work is. Yeah, because uh, I, I mean, people go for a hike, people go for you know, a camping kind of trip and backpacking, and then tried fighting fire for twelve hours a day and then sleeping in the dirt. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, seriously, yeah, no shower not... and yeah. and I mean, and then doing it again tomorrow. So yeah, it's it's uh, and particularly uh, those that are in the federal system and fighting fire. Um, the federal firefighters with the Forest Service are incredible, and um, they and they don't have the same union rules and things that happen with the with Cal Fire, for instance, yeah. or the municipal fire departments. So. For firefighting, uh, it, in in California, it's done all by government. It's okay. a government responsibility, whether Makes it's sense. federal, state, or local. And so there aren't many private firefighting resources. In other states, it, it varies. Okay. But in California, it's pretty uh, strictly 
uh, that way. Okay. Unless there's a big Forest Service fire and they bring resources in from outside the state. But um, that's firefighting. Okay. On the other side, you know, all of the advancements, uh, innovative uh, kind of ideas that okay. are, <laughs> are, this is great. are uh, um, really uh, developed in partnership with private. Okay. Because government doesn't often have enough resources to be able to, to do, um, uh, you know, figure out what the best next retardant is for fire retardant or oh. you know, what they, the red stuff. They R&D, all yeah, that stuff. R&D, um, and then also um, technology nowadays. I mean, there's so many things that, that technology is building, <laughs> building on. Madison, you are just the I know, right? You're getting blasted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think... Uh, smoke's my middle name. You scoot the Yeti just really? a little bit. Yeah, Madison Smokesmith. That's actually pretty cool. I know, that's a <laughs> six-stage name. Save that one. Hey, there you go. I know you were saying that California has the best equipment and resources and whatnot. Yeah. Is there anything that's kind of cutting edge that we're not thinking of? Because obviously you guys got planes and helicopters. Yeah. But, like... Anything just out there that's crazy, like robot firemen or something? <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> robot firemen. Um, that's actually a great idea. I've heard, yeah. yeah, I've heard people talking about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah Elon's dog. Elon's uh, dog, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spits out water. <laughs> exactly. Or yeah. a bear. Make it Smokey the Bear, but Robo. Yeah. Oh, my person. God. That'd be terrifying. Well, hi. Turns out, dude, can say it? He just, like, <laughs> just blasts water all over it. <laughs> Out. <laughs> I'm smoking. Yeah, done. Oh, my God. I actually right, do want that. I'll get the budget there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I it. Yeah, no. yeah. We'll save up. We'll save up. Yeah, that's a good good one. I, I think you, I think you should. You got something there. Yeah. You should go with it. Um, well, I, on the on the kind of robo side of things, I, I never thought I'd see um, some of the things that are happening now, like drones being used for transporting Interesting. Stuff. Yeah, uh, that makes they, sense. They haven't been used for firefighting in the sense of putting fire out. Uh, I'm sure somebody's working on it, but on on real going fires, no. Uh, but what they have been used for is lighting fire, so burning areas out, oh, which wow. is one of those techniques that yeah. you use uh, to to reduce the fuels in front of a fire. So um, they, the Forest Service, has been using cool. a, a drone to. And you were telling, fire me, on the ground. telling me earlier because you're like, oh, I hope they don't find this. And I'm like, how do they find it in the in the dark? And you yeah. said that they have plane or satellites yeah. that kind of. Zero. Yeah, oh, there's so, there's something watching everything. Oh god, oh, yeah. god. Oh, privacy yeah. warning, <laughs> privacy warning. They're watching us right no, now. There's, there's, and that's that's something that uh, that is a growing uh, need really and nationwide. Um, this fire might be small enough not to be detected. Oh, that's good to know. Now it you can, know. It can be. It can, <laughs> it's pretty amazing radar. what can be uh, spotted. For that's a crazy. Hot spot. Yeah. Is it three? Can you go through a tent? Can you see what's inside of a tent while you're zooming in? <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect? <laughs> I, you know, I, I have no idea what 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 somebody see. can see from the uh, that perspective. That. Wow. That, works. that is wild. I don't know. We'll what see. a. Do you work? So I'm assuming. Do you work with other states or kind of like a yeah. like a conference of chiefs? Like do you guys have like a council or? Yeah. So uh, one of the things um, that uh, it was was pretty cool about being the Cal Fire director and state forester 
the fire chief was was the uh, the interaction with the other states. Okay. Every every state has a state forester. Hawaii has a state forester. Alaska has a state forester. Um, uh, Florida has a state forester. Every single state does. And um, so having being a part of that association and meetings. And what was uh, most striking to me in the last couple of years, and there's vast difference between the states and funding and everything else that goes along with it. And Cal Fire is always, it, it's almost embarrassing sometimes going to those kind of oh, things really? as the chief. Cause, What's the lowest funded state? Actually, uh, we should guess. There are states, I, I, I don't know which would be, but yeah, oh, really? give, give me a guess. What I'll give you, you a maybe or Hawaii. maybe not. Hawaii? Yeah. Okay. Lowest funded? Lowest funded state. Sounds about the right. Forestry and fire. Yeah, really, it's pretty wet. I just can't imagine they get how many. I'm just thinking like lava. Small. You know, I'm more in the lava. volcano yeah, in my head right now, right? Okay, oh, yeah. see, smart, smart. Okay. right? True. Okay, I'm thinking where it doesn't have a need for it, right? What's the wettest state? Maine. I would say Oregon. I'm gonna say Oregon or Washington. I'm gonna Definitely say Michigan. Yeah, yeah, those come back. Yeah. I'm gonna say Michigan. <laughs> Go east. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan? Yeah. Michigan, you're you just surrounded by water. I feel like you know, it's surrounded by water. It's literally it's that's, in that's the shape island. of a fire protected. <laughs> it's not an island. Is it? <laughs> Rhode Island. It's in the shape of a mitt. I'm it's going, like that could guaranteed. Be Rhode Island. I don't think he knows. Good, I I don't know. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> I told you. I, to I'd say I just guess tell you what time. would be good guesses yeah, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but it it it. Uh, it's easy to say that anyone but California. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, right. but California is is very well funded and still has its challenges. There, yeah, for sure. I can imagine. Yeah, it's it's a it's a major growing problem, and it's it's growing because I mean things are changing. Yeah. Um, we had big fires a hundred years ago, uh, and we had big fire seasons a hundred years ago, but we had a couple of them. Yeah, we didn't have because technically two decades of fires continuously getting worse and worse and worse. Forest fires have are historically healthy for the environment because it's regenerating the yeah. microbiomes or whatever. Exactly. 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 So, but now what's the line drawn? Is it just happening too often, or is people getting hurt? Is it kind of what? Where's the line? I, I think it's a lot of things. Um, there, there's definitely a climate element, um, and that's clear in that the fire season is a month and a half longer than it was for the last hundred years. Okay. And so we have drier, warmer conditions for that much longer, and that's yeah. happening almost in every state. Okay. There's a little bit of an adjustment. It might be three weeks. It might be yeah. six weeks. Um, in different uh, areas of, of the nation, but it's gotten longer, and so that's warmer, drier summers. Is that um, every year, or is it does it every year? Every year, it's getting a little worse. Every year, it's getting a, yeah a little oh, bit wow. longer. Is there any hope? And that's or? happened just over the last ten or fifteen, or 15 20 years, maybe. It's, okay. it's wow. our exact lifetime. Well, yeah, in terms of like we did. What did you say? I was just saying, in terms of the regenerative part, when is it good? Yeah. Obviously, if it's ruining structures and yeah. lives are lost, it's bad. But yeah, like, when yeah. is it good? Now you asked a forester a question. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, nice. And and this is something that I spent I spent a lot of time working with and on early in my career. And what we know 
of what uh, Native Americans did annually is they, they burned a lot of hmm. ground in California. Interesting. And, um, yeah, some say well over a million acres a year. Whoa. And just to freshen the soil? Or what was the purpose? Just, yeah, it was, was, that it was for controlled? all kinds of things. Wow. I don't know if you can I mean, control that big of a fire. Well, like, here we go. <laughs> it, yeah, that, so what, yeah, what is controlled fire? Yeah. Um, it's controlled by putting fire on the ground at the right time of year in a way that it's not going to consume the, the trees. Mm-hmm. It's going to burn underneath. That's I mean, it, I mean if, you, if you are on the landscape for thousands of years, you're going to figure certain things yeah, out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, I'm uh, wondering how they... There uh, you go. So watch for that spot fire I was talking about. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that... So that's some of what uh, what I am really interested in, actually, is kind of figuring out what that is. But uh, in scientific terms, we know that there are certain um, there are certain uh, plant kind of communities that have a, a fire regime, meaning naturally they are healthiest if they burn on a cycle of let's say 35 years in between. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's less than that, say 15, 20 years, uh, you might be uh, converting that plant community to a, uh, a different type of plant community because mm. the plants don't get mature enough to, to uh, drop Jeez. seed that's viable. Mm. So, wow. so that's one of the things that happen, it could happen in Southern California is two, two frequent fires could change the um, the chaparral or the brush-covered landscape to more of a grass landscape. So Riverside's kind of that's that's happened in some areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are those that are concerned it's going to ha- happen here in San Diego. I we we haven't had that frequent of fires except for in little pockets here and there yeah. uh, in San Diego. Uh, but if you go to Baja, um, go to the San Pedro Martir. You'll see a real patchwork of, of age classes of, of vegetation, um, and there's been very little, if any, firefighting in those mountains. I was going to say, do they have any kind of forest fire? Or forest they do, protection? but it's but it's old school. Um, it's what are we talking? It's like not air tankers and, and yeah. helicopters. Mm-hmm. Horse and buggy, seriously? Horse and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just picturing that in my head. I'm like, wow, they're yeah. still doing that. Um, <laughs> okay. Super important question. Okay. I keep hearing these poppers come off and they're flying. And earlier you are like, if some, one of them flies over there, someone yeah. keep an eye on it. What's your first move? What are you doing if something starts lining up behind you? Jump on it like a grenade. Oh, we're going to it. Yeah, but what's the first move? What's the first move? Yeah. What are the well, steps you can stomp on it, except for... I'll uh, stumble on it. I don't even feel these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten degrees outside. He calls them his hooves. My oh, hooves. Okay. I got them from my dad. Yeah, they actually are. We were going to put the hooves on it. Zoom in on Okay. And then, <laughs> and if that doesn't work, we'll move to, to shoes and boots. Okay. And then, if that doesn't work, uh, shovel. Um, no, but uh, if 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 you do see something uh, get going from, or if we see something get going. Uh, Smother it, smother it as quick as possible. No, I every don't want fire, to even even the biggest ones on Earth, they all start out about this big. Yeah, <laughs> maybe this big. So they're completely um, 
controllable yeah, if yeah. you're there yeah. and you act. If you stand sense. back and go, call 911, it might be too late. Yeah, yeah you got to act. Act. You do need to call 911 if, right. it's, if it's getting out out of control. But throw an AirPod I mean, in. We, we, we've got we've got enough beer here to put it out. Yeah. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Corey. Get the fire out. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's a, I have another trivial question, but just when putting out a fire, because we already talked about that. Mm -hmm. But what are the steps you take to make sure it's out? Well. Peanuts is not enough. Um, yeah, yeah have three enough. more beers, yeah. pee two more times. Yeah, no, it's not going to cut it. <laughs> and it's going to stink. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, the way I uh, most like to put out a fire is to spread it all out, then put water on it, then spread it out some more, put more water on it, and then make a soup and just slosh around until... Until you can't feel any heat with the back of your hand, huh. and no gotcha. steam. So just keep spreading and making layers and stuff like that. Yeah, and and spreading it out is is the most uh, important because and then staying with it. You know, if if there, if it's windy, don't have a fire. That's yeah. that's that's the important yeah. piece there. Uh, but if it's a calm uh, calm evening and you can have a safe fire, if you want to get out at the end of the night. Spread it out, stay with it. It's probably going to get smoky again. Yeah, Matson. So wherever you are, Tough we'll all be on the other side. Yeah, yeah I'll be yeah. Yeah. I know, I'm the magnet. It's okay. <laughs> and then, and then we'll, uh, yeah, it'll all be good. Um, but yeah, spreading it out and then using your water kind of deliberately, not just pour water on it and call it good. That doesn't doesn't do it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Better safe than sorry. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've seen while fighting the fire? It could be people too. It doesn't mm. have to be. Well, you know, some things uh, I the mo the craziest things that I know of are stories. Okay. That I was not not present for, um, and it's partly because of what people have had to go through in fighting fire in the last few years. Um. Because remember, I was not a firefighter. Yeah. I put more fire on the ground in a prescribed fire setting, so burning things deliberately, uh, than I fought fire. Um, but uh, one of the craziest stories uh, that still baffles me today is from the the uh, fire in Paradise, the campfire. Oh yeah, it wasn't a campfire, um, but the name was the campfire, and. Um, there were so many stories, but the one that just comes to mind when you ask the question is a bulldozer operator. And a bulldozer operator is for cutting fire line. A bulldozer operator who spent the night uh, driving down the middle of the road, pushing cars, burnt cars, out of the road so others could escape Damn. in an wow. area that was all burnt yeah. and uh, still on fire, trees falling wow. and all those kind of things and That's just insane. took it upon himself he's like, this is the only thing I can do that actually makes sense is get people out and that's what it's happens. Crazy. I mean, in these fires that are like this, there's no firefighting going on. Yeah. It's 
damage control life and almost. property i mean life and it's yeah. life yeah life safety that's the only thing you can do is try and i saw life. that movie i might have been on netflix or something but there was someone made a movie or documentary or something about that fire mm -hmm. i can't remember the name of it yeah but I don't it was wild it was wild mm, i've always that. you know worried about fires growing up in california but that was the yeah. first time where it, it was like a horror movie to yeah. watch really it was insane that one have you seen that no i haven't you should honestly yeah. watch that movie it's crazy i'm good right oh, now i'm good right now yeah. i'll take one while we're here yeah, yeah, I mean, cooler's open yeah cooler's open, cooler's open. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 and thank you. Assembly, I'm good. Um, oh, pair jumpers. The yeah, the So I'm not, I'm not going to go into their world because Cal Fire doesn't have them. That's the Forest Service has them. You're talking about smoke jumpers. So, and there's that. There's some kind of crazy. I mean, they are some incredible people with some kind of crazy because they're jumping out of a perfectly good airplane into a fire How do you that you're going to have to hike out of probably. How do you get into that? Is that the same uh, as a hot shot or is that a circus? Hot shots, they're ground-based. So they, oh. they, they come on uh, trucks or they might be dropped in by a helicopter, but yeah. it's going to be a landing. Wow. So the smoke jumpers are the only ones. They What's the advantage there? dive into a fire. Why to not get there quick. Okay. So, so you you and I are going to put that out with your feet when it's you know this big. Yeah. Uh, if it gets to be a couple acres in size and it's out in the middle of nowhere, you get uh, it. It's easier to get there maybe by aircraft. So, yeah. smoke jumpers will jump in and, and take out you know put that fire out. That is a are crazy they hacking up the ground? So it yeah, continue? and and here's here's one that we were talking about. At, they don't use any water. They don't jump out of planes with water. Yeah, they have a shovel they're, on they're, them, and they just where, jump out. They've got tools, and they're going to go at it. Wow. It's going to take the fuel away from the fire. Wow, that's so, insane. So they're not Cal Fire. What are they? No, Forest Service. Or uh, superheroes, yeah. really. They're super. Yeah, really. <laughs> superheroes. <laughs> um, they're. I don't know. They're jumping out of perfectly good I know, airplanes. You're right. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's Sounds some kind like of crazy. Like I said, they're. they're are incredible people some kind of crazy um, yeah, but insane. it's if there it's absolutely necessary in the world that we live in and and there it's it's a good good service that that they're willing to do oh and, yeah well, they should try the squirrel suits out i feel like it'd be quicker oh my god <laughs> you know what i mean what surgical it's a little bit quicker right <laughs> if you're cutting seconds off yeah. of that fire yeah i don't think that's how pair jumping works <laughs> Yeah. They could just use the plane to get them <laughs> with a shovel on their back, yeah, or just um, like a fighter jet. You know what I mean? Just, just instead of machine guns, you just, just got high-powered water. water hose, a retardant, a retardant yeah. hose. Yeah, well, they have that. They have planes that do that. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. It's not with, fast these, with, with these remaining few minutes, if there's anything you want to bring up or can think of yeah. that you were like, I, I wish I hit that topic. Um, feel free to go. Yeah, Otherwise, you could just... no, I, I, I really love all the questions and, and love just the back and forth because it's been yeah. organic. Yeah. Um, I think uh, a couple of things. Um, one, a little bit of more about my history, and, and you, you, you know my history here in Julian. Um, but the other thing that kind of uh, came to me, and it was probably about the time I, I first met you, I, yeah. I you know, when my kids and you were all just running around doing things, yeah. um, I learned that my great grandfather, who was who came to San Diego mm -hmm. uh, from the East Coast, he was um, 
he was one of the first foresters trained in the uh, wow. uh, U.S. Forest Service uh, training ground for foresters that was um, preceded the Forest Service even existing. Whoa, that's insane. And so he came out to California, and he was part of this forest reserve um, system and kind of selling the idea of the forest reserve. And Gifford Pinchot was the, the first chief of the Forest Service. And uh, so my great-grandfather worked for this guy. And I didn't know that. I mean, I was a forester working. That's insane. Wow. And I wow. had no idea until, um, you know, my mid-30s that, yeah. that that was the Wild. case. And uh, I, I knew both my grandfather on my dad and mom's side, they both went to forestry school, uh, and they both became civil engineers, uh, but that's side note. But uh, never knew it's in your my great-grandfather wow. it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that yeah. Conservative or conservationist back then too. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, and so John Muir. Uh huh. Of course, yeah. everybody knows John yeah, Muir. Yeah. Gifford Pinchot was like the utilization guy. He was the guy who um, really was the starter of the Forest Service. John Muir, the National Park Service. So think about the different missions: yeah. multiple multiple use timber, all those things that are a part of the Forest Service grounds, and then national parks were more of the John Muir side of the equation that's insane yeah, yeah that's it's wild that must have been heavy when you found that out it, it, was, it was it was super heavy it's still, how did you it not still is. find that out until you were in your 30s i'm just thinking like nobody talked about it really know. anybody talk like about a, what your great-grandfather did or mother i've heard stories but <laughs> i don't know i heard they were like like boots or uh was it moonshine bootleggers hey but then again i'm like i've also heard they weren't so i don't know they could have been accountants or something and look at you now it's good stories that's there exactly what i that's do what now. he does he makes it's in my blood I'm kidding. <laughs> and i just run it around yeah barefoot barefoot yeah <laughs> barefoot. i know right He'll that's why i'm style. barefoot all the day exactly they don't own shoes yeah. well, that's really cool to hear i know yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. so the other thing and then and then tying it back to Coors, actually. Sure. Um, my my uh, great-grandfather, after he was in California selling this forest reserve program, uh, his family was still in on the East Coast um, in North Carolina. Uh, but he, he brought the family out and settled in Colorado. Okay. And he was oh, the wow. forest supervisor on three different forests there in the new kind of forest service uh, realm before then moving to to La Jolla, which is where they settled and yeah. been in San Diego ever since, or the family has. Um, it's a great move. But it was, yeah, it was a good move. Yeah, it's a good move. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was, uh, it was neat uh, to to find that out, and then um, and then to carry on my uh, career progression to become the the state's forester and fire chief. And it just felt like it was a kind of a. Destiny, destiny, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and it was it was it was hard to leave actually. The, yeah, you know, but it was also the right thing to do because you see how old I look right now. I told you, I'm yeah, why did you leave? Fifty. <laughs> well, what was the reason you left? Uh, health, health of family, health of person. Yeah, Where yeah. you're you're basically stationed, or you had your office in Sacramento. Is that yeah. correct? So how often did you have to go there? Uh, I was there. I, oh. I, we, yeah, uh, Rebecca and I lived in uh, Sacramento downtown, uh, and I worked in a high-rise right across from the Capitol for the last four years. Were you wow. in that position when I knew you in high school? 
How was that save? That was that was halfway over, dude. Yeah, I was waiting for that. You had just gone. I know. No, I seriously threw my arms out and just planted my ass back down. I know. Thank you. That's my power. It was those hooves. I know. I know. They made it a lid. Actually. So, so you weren't, what were you doing back then? Because I remember you had the cop car, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was, I was working here in San Diego for part of that time. Okay. But I was also in my progression, I was to kind of talking about where, where my career departed from San Diego. Um, I, Cal Fire's broken up into 21 units, of which San Diego is one of the 21 units. And then it's, uh, the next layer up is region. And so there are two regions. Yeah. And uh, I was the region chief. Okay. So for the southern, about two thirds of the state. Okay. From Tahoe to Monterey, south to Mexico was all under my. That was a lot of the time when you guys were. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't think you were living pool. in Sacramento back then. No, I was. <laughs> my office was in Riverside. Okay. So I would drive back and gotcha. forth to Riverside. Oh, really? That's um, a far drive though, right yeah, there. Yeah. Another crazy it's thing, which. This, the scope of this is I don't think anyone could ever understand this but um, Julian yeah. I mean we decided to do this podcast here on these grounds and Julian because of friends of friends and thank you so much to Albert for having us out here on this yes. land but I did not know that you grew up and went to school literally right down the street. So wild. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah, that's 200 insane. yards that way. Yeah. One room schoolhouse. Yeah. It's that's amazing. crazy. What yeah. a beautiful place to grow up, though. It is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and right out the back of the shot here, this was all an apple orchard that we would walk through, my best friend and myself after school, pick apples and then eat those as we were walking up the creek. Yeah. That's so yeah. classic. Float boats. Wow. And, yeah. All kinds amazing. of stuff. Yeah. Small world. Yeah. Yeah. So... And, and to your point, Mattson, I mean, not only is where we are um, kind of in our blood, I mean, you, you, you brought us here. I didn't even know we were coming here until, you know, yesterday or the day before. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, my dad still lives just about five miles from here. It's crazy. And, uh, and uh, as we were talking earlier, my best friend yeah. uh, right next door and about another mile down the road is where Stephen Rucker was killed mm-hmm. in the Cedar Fire, which was probably the the fire that made me put propelled me to where I ended up with wow. the fire. I mean, it's just all these things uh, come together here, and, yeah. and for for you to invite me uh, to be a part of your your. Uh, your incredible series. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's wild. like, it's, it's a crazy. I know. You know I almost wish we knew all that cheers stuff. That. I know. Yeah. Cheers yeah. to that. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Some, uh, crazy. I, add, I know, right? I we just. add one more thing, too, about Core's Banquet, just because yeah. it's unique to see a brand that actually supports firefighters yeah. in general. And I mean, we we've supported firefighters at a super small scale. Yeah. But the fact that they're actually giving back is pretty crazy. Oh, and I'm yeah, just curious huge. too. Do you see that? Like, did you see that in your work? Were you aware yeah, of that? Or yeah. Was that? Okay. Yeah, and and it's come in in waves in different places, and there's there's not always been um, a benevolent kind of 
focus. Yeah. And Coors is definitely benevolent. I mean, doing it for the right reason for uh, taking care of the people that are taking care of all of us. Yeah. And doing the hard work to make that happen. That's amazing. And and it's 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 incredible. Yeah. Um, it really is something that uh, is noticed and is well respected among firefighters. Yeah, it's great to have such a large or corporation helping yeah. doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so cool. It is cool. Yeah. And, and uh, that wasn't the reason I agreed, but <laughs> yes. it didn't hurt. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it helps a little. Yeah, helps yeah. a little. Yeah. Well, I guess thank you so much for yeah. coming on. Yeah. I, I guess we could wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I want to say personally thank you to you and Rebecca for being such good people to me when I was a kid and shout out to Moshe and Isaiah for being good friends of mine um, we love you guys and that's it thank you so much for coming yeah, thank you very yeah, much yeah thanks and, Tom and from us we love you too and thank you and best wishes to you and your families and thank you thank you and very all much. that you do this is this is a good thing you're doing all right, well, let's yeah, see break it. down this fire. <laughs> yeah. All right, now we have to break down the fire. Yeah. We started it, now it's a break down. This episode is brought to you by Coors Banquet. Oh, nice, uh, I know, it's nice. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I've heard people talking about it. Yeah, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Elon's dog.